0: What up though. Welcome to Fat Boy MMA Podcast. This is where we talk about everything combat sports, but mainly MMA. If you want to hear a couple regular MMA fans talk about MMA history, notable fighters, up and coming fighters and everything in between, then this is the home for you. So sit back, relax, grab a beverage and let's go. Hello everybody. Welcome to the Fat Boy MMA Podcast. I am your host DC, and of course I got my co-host here with me, Lock.
1: Hey, what's up, everyone?
0: So we got some interesting fights coming up. Um, This weekend coming up, we got the main event uh, that brings Kamaru Usman versus Leon Edwards. This is one of those fights that I think has been anticipated for a while, right? But not necessarily the first fight that people wanted to see as far as when they were calling out people for Usman but Edwards has been around for a a while, beating quite a few people. He's been a number one contender and not a number one contender multiple times without losing, right? And finally, this fight is about to happen. So of course, I want to talk about this a little bit beforehand. And now that we're so close to the fight, I also want to get kind of your prediction and, and what you think, how you're thinking on the outcome of the fight, kind of what's going to happen there. So First question I want to throw out to you, what kind of chance do you give Edwards to go ahead and snatch this title? And who do you actually want to win? Not necessarily who you think is going to win, but who do you want to win this fight?
1: Uh, tricky questions. Um, So I like Leon Edwards a lot. I'm a fan. And I think he deserves this title shot. So don't take what I'm about to say the wrong way. Um, as much so, as you're I think about he's... to
0: you're about to shit on him. Okay, let's <laughs> go. <ahead>. Let's go.
1: <laughs> well, and I didn't realize this because I've been calling for a title shot for him for a long time. And when you look at his recent fights, he's got the win over Nate, um, Rafael dos Anjos, who I believe is back down at lightweight now, much smaller guy. You know, Gunnar Nelson's a tough fighter. Donald Cerrone, who we see how that's gone down, so it's not not the most impressive, uh, you know, murderer's row. And I think that's tough because when you look at that that lineup of people he's fought recently, I mean, he did fight Malau, Bilal Muhammad, even though it was a no contest. But Kamara Usman's a significant step up in talent, I think, compared compared to those guys. So so that is a little bit daunting, but I think Leon Edwards has as good a chance as anybody would against Usman because what I think is, you know, we looked a lot, you got Colby Covington, Gilbert Burns, that's similar kind of skill sets, right? Aggressive grapplers, pressure fighters. Um, I think Leon Edwards gives you a little bit of a different look and you know he's a little bit of a bigger fighter so i think that can maybe uh cause some problems for kamara usman but as far as who i think would actually win i think usman's probably going to win the fight
0: yeah i um yeah i like i like everything you said um i think you make a good point i think the problem with his record is a lot of stuff was more impressive when it happened at the time right so beating Vicente Luque, beating Cerrone, beating Gunnar Nelson, like like you don't really put Gunnar Nelson up there too high right now, right, but at the time going back three years, it was a more impressive win, and I think the problem is him having so many kind of derailments, and as you can see, he didn't fight at all in 2020, right, so I think so many of those things made his record a bit less impressive. But really, when you look at it from 2017, you know, going up, there are names in there, but it's a little bit more spread out, and there's bigger names that have come along since then, right? Um, You know, and I think that is more of the issue why that record isn't as impressive. But, you know, as I mentioned, he's been the number one... Mm-hmm. I, I do want to say that's definitely something I'm
1: fairly guilty of is, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty on a lot of people's records. When in the meantime, you, you got to take it for what it is. And they were all impressive wins at the time.
0: Yeah. But I think what you said is still valid, right? It, it's just, and that's where, uh, you know, Dana would always say he, you know, he thinks this guy's one of the most unlucky guys because, it's very different if you get that title shot coming off of an impressive win with a guy that still looked at being as a top-tier guy. We know how the world of MMA works. It, it, you go from you know, top five and two years later, you may not even be in the top 20, right? Or you may not even be in the UFC anymore. So now when people see that on your record, it's like, eh, Right, so I think that's one of the things that makes a difference there, but um, I'm actually hoping that he wins this fight, so I want him to win, but I'm not sure that he has what it takes to beat Usman. I think he would have to um really hurt Usman early. I think what he would have to do a lot of footwork, a lot of moving. The problem is. As we know, he goes out early, and he really does really good, and he tags guys, and then at some point in time, it's not even that I think he decides to stand and bang, but something happens where his footwork isn't as good as it was in the early rounds, and then he always gets tagged, right? He always gets tagged, wobbled, dropped, or something like that, and then he finds a way to come back and win. And I just don't think that Kamaro Usman is the kind of beast that you can go out there and have anything less than a perfect performance, per- particularly if you're not a wrestler and you're not really good at takedown defense. And I really just don't put Edwards in that category as one of those guys, but I would love to see a upset in this fight.
1: <laughs> I-, I get what you're saying, and like I said, I'm I'm an Edwards fan. The thing is, it's... Yes, I, I can see an outcome where Usman really grapple fucks him and uses it to set up other stuff and puts on a dominating performance. I can definitely see that happening. But it's not like there's not a historic precedence of wrestlers who have a skill set really falling in love with their hands and their stand-up and deciding as their career develops that... Maybe they're really stand-up fighters. Maybe he goes out there and tries to have him a little kickboxing match. It's it's happened, and I think that could put him at a disadvantage. It's hard to pick against Usman. I feel like he's probably the pound-for-pound best fighter in the world right now, with John Jones still being inactive. Um, but, you know, it's tough when you say that you want him to lose. And a lot of times there's some champions that I like to see. I like the losses sometimes. Cause I like to see the sh- the divisions get shaken up. It makes it exciting. But Usman is a guy I think is a really good story. And, uh, you know, I like, I like these long reigns. Uh, I like that a lot of the greatest fighters of all times all come out of that same welterweight division. And, you know, I kind of like Usman's legacy. So, It's a tough call for me either way.
0: Yeah, and this is the thing. So I agree with you, and I think Usman will come out there and strike with him. This is the difference. Usman haven't turned into the guy that will go out there and strike and forget about wrestling. He still goes out there and strikes. But if he gets you in any type of situation where it's an opening to wrestle, He still goes to that, right? Even if it's, you know, a Khabib style where it's to hold you down and land shots. I don't think he's fell in love with it so much where he just doesn't wrestle at all like a Tyron Woodley did, right? Tyron Woodley literally turned into a kickboxer. Robbie Lawler literally turned into a kickboxer. You have a lot of, I don't think that Usman has crossed over that line yet. And um, I'm not sure that I'm not sure that he will. Um, so that's what makes this very hard for Edwards because I think Usman, one, I think his his uh, striking has gotten really good. And as we see, he can hurt people. He can knock people out. And we know Edwards can get caught. But I also think that he has that other other avenue Whereas if he gets hurt, he can take it to the ground. I don't think Edwards can do much about it, right? But now as far as... Um, The story. Yeah. Usman has a great story. I don't dislike Usman. I just like Edwards better as far as not fighting, but the person, right? So when I'm talking about who I would like to see when it's usually a combination of the actual person that I like better or, and, or something that I want to see shake up the division for some reason, and I would love for um, I would love for a couple derailments to happen, one of which I'll talk about in a minute, but I'll let you rebuttal here first. But um, so it's not even a dislike for Usman as much as it is. I like Edward and I would love to see a upset in this fight. I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> let me say that. I'll <laughs> just say what I would like to see. <laughs> This is why
1: you're a terrible co-host and friend, and I can't stand you because we just like a couple episodes had an episode where I was like, I literally said, "Am I the only person here that likes Edwards?" Are you kidding me? And then now, like a mere month later, no, I now somehow have hit me with the Kansas City (laughs) Shuffle. I've never, I've never disliked Edwards somehow.
0: I've never disliked Edwards, and I've never said I disliked them. And it, you know, with so many things, it really just depends on who the person's fighting, right? It's like, um, it's like a great a great example is I never go against John Jones. I like John Jones, but if John Jones somebody has to exactly because everybody else hates him, right? <laughs> but if John Jones fought Nganu, I want Nganu to win that fight personally. Right, that would be a hard fight for me to pick. But if you're asking me who I want to win, I like Ngano better, and I feel like what he would be able to do from that point forward is bigger than what John Jones would be able to do from that point forward. So I would go with him, but I don't dislike John Jones, I, as you just mentioned. I think I wanted a few people. Especially when you look at our, our group, you know, there's a lot of people that really, 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 really hates John Jones. And I love picking at them about it and posting John Jones stuff just to get under their skin.
1: Well, you know, you could think what you want about him, you know, his legacy in the cage. But one thing that's unquestioned is, you know, his out of the cage character and, you know, and, and his reputation as a clean fighter. So you can't take that from him.
0: You, know, you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs>
1: I actually like... I like John Jones w- more when he plays the villain. Because he's kind of great at it. And I feel like when he just embraces it, he's so much more likable. Like, when he tries to play the good guy. It's, uh... I don't
0: know. Well, this is what's funny about that. I didn't like... I liked early John Jones as the fighter only, Mm -hmm. right? When he came around, the UFC had some really great young talent at light heavyweight Mm -hmm. and nobody knew who was going to come out of that group. And it was about five or six guys and nobody really knew who was going to come out of that group. And the two people, as I've talked about many times on the show before the two people that rose to the top, was Ryan Bader and John Jones. And when they fought and John Jones ran through him, that was it. He took off from there, right? And early John Jones I didn't like for the reasons that you just talked about. It was like he was trying too hard to be this goody two shoe. And I always I, I just don't like people that's like that. So automatically he was talking down on other people and saying what he wouldn't do and I don't know how they messed up and just all these things where he was trying to be the golden child or, you know, like the the De La Hoya golden boy. And people like that are usually always the darkest people behind closed doors. And it comes across, in my opinion, is very fake. But when I saw the John Jones, that start, you know, doing other stuff or, of course, the famous, uh, you know, interview with him and Cormier where he thinks the camera's off and he's like, Hey, you still there? Pussy. <laughs> that's the <laughs> John Jones. I love the antagonist. The one is going to go after you and get under your skin. That's the guy that I love. So once he decided to be that guy, I was like, Oh yeah, that's my guy. You know? And now if he, he flips was locks. really,
1: he goes back sometimes still, but and I, I don't yeah. like him
0: when he does that. Right. But now well, if he's really that person. That's different. If you're truly just a nice, polite guy, I have no problem with it. But when that's an act for accolades, it's like, eh, no. You know?
1: Just like I don't like it when Kobe goes the other way, I don't like it when people go one way. You know? I don't like when... Yeah, you, I just they...
0: hate Kobe all around, but it once again, I try to be unbiased with the actual fighter themselves. I like Kobe as a fighter. And I think, you know, I we've had the disagreements on here. I think he's top of the food chain type of guy only you know less than a handful of guys you know in on the ufc roster can beat him in my opinion and uh but as a person i think he's pure garbage there's a couple people i'll put in that category him strickland you know uh just a couple people i really just hate them as a person but uh but I think that uh, he's a phenomenal fighter, and I take nothing away from his fight game. And I, I think it says something when you come to back up the garbage you've been talking.
1: Absolutely. Um, But when you don't, that's definitely when people clown on you, right? And it's... Yep. It's literally the, uh, you made your bed, now sit in it. Is that a 2 that exactly. you're drinking?
0: No, actually this is a uh, Voodoo Ranger word. Yeah. The Juice Force, one of my favorites, the 95 fiver. But um yeah. yeah, the um, you know, it it makes a difference and I'll actually transition over to our other topic here because I think it goes into the same thing. So, Tamiya versus Diaz, we recently talked about it, but um Dana White, you know, recently came out and said, hey, if win wins list, this, he's definitely the number one contender. Now, as we know, that really just doesn't mean anything in the UFC. I, I, will wish, I wish they would stop even using the phrase. Get rid of the phrase number one contender. It doesn't mean anything. Just say this is who we want to fight next so that it doesn't muddy the water because beating Nate does not, in my opinion, jump him over anything. The Burns win would be is much more impressive, no matter how he beats Nate. He can go out there and knock Nate out with one punch. It's not more impressive than beating a prime Burns, in my opinion, right? But when we look at somebody like Chemiyev, if you remember, that was one of my knocks on him. If you claim to be the boogeyman, and you put it out there, you would destroy anybody in the UFC. You're talking about destroying heavyweights. You can't go out there and put a close performance, put on a close performance against an undersized Gilbert Burns, who I think is a phenomenal fighter. Nothing to take away from him. But if you are who you say you are, that fight should not have even been close, right? But saying that to say, I want to throw that out up there to you. With the whole Dana White, you know, saying Chemayev would be the number one contender if he wins this fight. And then something I think I asked last time when we talked about it. What do you think if Chamayev loses this fight? So, I think I already accused you of trying to do the
1: Kansas City Shuffle. Dana White for sure is. So, he for sure... Me and Dana White kind of the same kind of people. Just fed Nate in his last (laughs) fight. (laughs) He literally just fed Nate in his last UFC fight to a up-and-coming contender coming off, I believe, a multi-fight losing streak. And then said, Yeah, what are you talking about? You don't like the fight. Shut up. It's a great fight. Nate loves it. You know what I mean? You guys don't know what you're talking about. And then also agreed that, yes, as soon as... His hotshot golden boy that he's backing beats the shit out of Nate that that in fact does boost him to a title shot. And it's like, do not tell me you're not doing something while you're still actively doing it. Like you're still doing it right in front of my face and pretending like that didn't happen.
0: Yeah, I think it would be better if they just admit to it. Like I said, because wording means a lot, right? Get rid of that whole number one contender set. It does not jump him to anything. Just say, hey, if Kamzat wins this, we want him to fight for the title next. End of story. Because now there's no confusion or argument. We're not arguing his ranking. We're not arguing anything. The only thing that they're saying is this is the fight that we want. If that's the fight that they're won, they're the UFC. Okay, well, that's the fight, right? So I think the problem is the way Dana White does this with calling people number one contenders or, you know, saying they should be number one after that or whatever else, you know, where it really just doesn't match up in my opinion. But um, I, I said I was going to come back to this, but I would love to see a, a, a upset in the in the Usman fight and a an upset in this fight. And then just throw off the whole, everything that's going on in the UFC at 170. That is the reason why. (laughs) I want to see two upsets.
1: So one of the questions you asked is where does Chimaev go if he loses this fight? Yes. I think based on what you just said, the whole boogeyman thing, which is how you're presenting yourself. You know, you're the Smash Brothers and uh, you'll take the belt at every division, you know. And, uh, you took a big jump up in competition and you did win, but it was sketchy. If you lose to Nate, and, and I'm not saying losing to Nate is a terrible thing. We all know that Nate's a warrior. Right. We all know that he can pull out a win. It's not, right. you know, we've seen it before. I'm not saying that like, oh, you, you can't get it. But yes, like you said, if you're the boogeyman and I believe he jumped like eight spots or 11 spots with a win over Gilbert, Right. if you lose this fight, back of the line, Holmes. I said we send him back out to the just outside the top 10. Let's
0: see. Who who could we have him fight at that point? I need to, I need to find somebody who is like, okay, if you lose this. Hey, that would, while you're playing, that might be a tough fight for him. Not even that. I'm not I playing. Think I think he's picked
1: Magny's at 13. If he loses his fight, he should get a shot at Milton and Magny. And I think that'd be a scrap.
0: I like that. And, and, You know, what I was going to say was, um, you know, I've always been a big styles-make-fights kind of guy. I think that is a tough matchup for him, Um, just style-wise. I think he's better than Neil Magny, but style-wise, I don't think that's a a walk in the park for him. And Neil Um, Magny's tough. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and he's not a guy that's going to go out there and quit. So, yeah, you know, I, I definitely... I like that. That's not a bad idea. Um, so we need two upsets. Now, oh, this is one of the questions I didn't ask you. Or Gastelum if it, at middleweight.
1: I think it's another one. If he wants to go middleweight, Gastelum at middleweight.
0: That would be a good fight. That would be a good. I actually like that fight better. Hey, Dana. Half of what Sean Shelby makes, (laughs) I'll do it. Half. You want to save half your money? Right, save half. Um, Let me ask you this question. I forgot to ask this. So, when Leon Edwards goes ahead and upsets Usman, do Mm -hmm. we run that fight back? Or do we give Edwards a chance to fight somebody else?
1: I think we get to two upsets and then now Dana has to pay Nate and Nate resigns with the UFC and we get the Leon Nate rematch for the belt this time.
0: Oh, I like that. I like See, this is the only problem though. I would only like that if Nate was able to do two fight contracts. Nate's not a person I think should ever be locked down, right? It's like if you live out in the wilderness and you have a pet wolf You don't try to keep the pet wolf in the house, right? You just feed him when he comes in. Exactly, right? He comes around every now and then. He doesn't eat you. You all are friends, right? But you don't try to lock him in the house with you, right? I think Nate is one of those fighters where you give him, like, two fight contracts. Pay him well. Give him two fight contracts. He's always only two fights out from going to do whatever the hell he wants to do. So I like that. I like that. uh, I like that idea. You know, close second to me would be just based on what we were talking about before. If For some reason, Usman is upset. I don't care how the upset happens. Once again, he can go out there and get hit with the first punch and knocked out. I'm a big fan of when you have a long reigning champion or a champion with multiple defenses. I really think if they want, they should be allowed the immediate rematch. Um... If not, they should be next in line. So let's say that that champion gets knocked out. They decide they want a little bit more time. Let the new champion fight one fight, and then the old champion should be the very next one. But I hate when they make the champion work their way back up after having a nice title run.
1: Yeah, especially if you're at the top of the pound-for-pound pound list, like a dominating champ. I definitely agree. Like, uh, I mean, Usman should have a clause. You know, like boxing style for a rematch. It can either. Yeah,
0: you know UFC don't allow that type of stuff. <laughs> UFC's like, no. That. No, it's only hey, what we decide.
1: If Comzat loses, and I think even if Comzat wins, I mean, the winner of Bilal Muhammad and Sean Brady, that should be like a top contender.
0: Yeah, but, you know, it. this show has been the Chamaya show. If they could, they really wanted to give Chamaya a title shot even before he beat Burns, right? Um they know that Connor's days are numbered. Um how what more can you do with Kobe right now? Especially if if Uzman retains his title right a lot of their guys that go out there and do a lot of shock value and bring in people or whatever else they're losing that. Right. So they're always looking for that next star, right? Not the next best fighter. I don't think that, I think the UFC stopped looking for that a long time ago. I think they feel like if they bring in stars, someone will come out of that and just be a good fighter in general. Right. Mm The it's, it's always the cream is always going to rise to the top. So I think they look at it as it's better for us to look for stars than look for the best fighters because the best fighters are going to try to come to the UFC anyway, because we have the name, but let's get some stars. And I think right now to is that horse. And I think they believe that he has what it takes to get that belt. But I also think they know that there's a lot of tough people in between him and Usman and rather than really have him climb that ladder, they'd rather take their chances of like putting him right in there with Usman. That's my belief. No, that makes sense. I get that. But at the end of the day, we need to go ahead and have uh, uh um, you know, have you um, have you uh, as you said, you know, go ahead and take uh, Sean Sean Shelby's uh replacement. And there's one other thing that I forgot about that we need to talk about. Actually, I'm gonna let you roll this out so I can make sure you get your um make sure you get your uh you know your 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 check, you know, your your kickback, your uh whatever we want to call it. <laughs> so I forgot to roll that one out. Go ahead.
1: So after months and months and months of subliminal and not so subliminally, drop in bare knuckle. I finally got you to bring a bare knuckle topic <laughs> to me. Yes, which which I knew was going to happen. Um, but you hit me up about recently. They had the I don't know if they just announced it recently, but they got the uh, upcoming bare knuckle fight. They're going to do Bellator is going to let MVP Michael Venom Page, yeah, take a one off fight. Against former UFC fighter uh, Mike Platinum Perry,
0: bare knuckle. Yes. So I wanted to talk about this one because this one was very interesting to me. One is bare knuckle. Two, I hate Mike Perry. And three, MVP. Although I like him, I just don't, I think he's one of those guys that. Um, I don't know. He never got, to me, the polish that was needed for him to become great. And I think he had the potential to become great. But I also think he's one of those fighters that need multiple weapons for his striking trickery to work. And I'm not sure how that works out in a straight boxing match, right? In particular, bare knuckle, especially with a guy like uh, Perry That's really just going to come out there, bite on the mouthpiece and try and throw, you know, hard punches. Right. He's not the, yeah, he's not the smartest fighter out there. Right. He's a a old school bite the mouthpiece and go out and fight. Right. So, but that is also, if I'm not mistaken, coming on this weekend and I plan on actually watching the event this time. I never watched. I never watched, uh, as you know, I never watch uh, these events. Every now and then I'll catch like one fight after the fact, but I actually think I want... I have to check the timing. I, I'm not sure if the Usman fight is coming on earlier or not, but I want to watch both of these this weekend, even if I have to watch one Saturday and one Sunday. But I want to know what you think about one to match up and what's your prediction on it. So I like the matchup. I think it should make
1: for a fun fight. I think that's one of the things that some of these organizations are doing good, where you realize, if you don't have the biggest stars, put together fun fights, and that'll yeah. that'll create stars. You yeah. know, like that's what they do in One FC, right? They don't have the biggest stars; they just make really good fights and then put on a good production. People like that, uh, and I think that's what Bare Knuckle does. So I know I joke around about it, and but I do think they're really on to something, and they pay pretty good money, and uh, they learn to run a lean promotion, but it's it seems to go pretty well. I think it's also very smart matchmaking because it's a fight that Bellator will say yes to, right? If they see that, they're like, yeah, we'll let him go ahead and do that. So it's a fight that works out for bare knuckle either way, because if MVP goes in there and beats the shit out of him, he looks like a star, he'll be willing to come do it again. And other Bellator fighters will be willing to go give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And that works for everybody. But if Mike Perry comes out, lands some bomb and he can throw bombs and, uh, you know, we're talking about no gloves and wins that fight. He's now two and O and he's a fucking legend killer. And now you have somebody that you can sell in a big fight. And I believe they're fighting at middleweight, which I'm looking at it right now. It looks like there's no champion at middleweight in bare knuckle boxing, so.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah, no, I think you made good points. And I think one of the big things is um, Scott Coker. You know, one of the things that I've always liked about him is that he's always willing to, if the right scenario is presented to him, he will let his fighters go out there and fight other people. Right? And uh he was the guy over Sh- Strike Force, I think it was, Coker was over. He's been with a few different promotions, even before he was like a owner, so to speak. I think it was Strike Force he was with before. I forget whether it was Strike Force or whether he was over with um Elite XC, one of those that he came over from. But before that, um he was working over in Japan, and he was working with like um Prior dream or one of those before he actually had his own promotion and For the people that don't know the story, he did not actually start Bellator Bellator was started by a game name- guy named uh what was his name bjorn bjorn um I have to look up his 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 full name but Um, basically, you know, it's a corporation, so they didn't like the way things were going and they kicked them out and brought Scott Coker in and Coker's always up for once again, the right scenario and something that he thinks will benefit his organization and the other organization. He'll probably let that fight happen. If the UFC was up for it, he absolutely would do a champion versus champion fight the way that pride and well, pride in the UFC, it wasn't champion versus champion. But back in the day, and you you would be better to tell this story than me, but the whole thing where they let Chuck go over and fight in pride and everything like that, which was if people didn't see that whole thing, they should go back and watch it. He fought, I forget who his first fight was, but then the second fight was Guy, over Ream. Guy, Yep, Guy Mesger, Overeem, and then uh, Rampage. And it was a great thing. And this was just before Three great he... fights. Yeah, it was, it was. And what was dope about that is for people that don't know, it was MMA in the style that we know it now, but it was in the ring, Right. So it was, it was some adjustments that he had to make to, you know, go over there. But that said, Coker would a hundred percent do that today. If the UFC was down for it, and that's one of the things I like about Scott Coker.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah, UFC is never gonna do it because it's like the Floyd Mayweather thing. They're the A side, you know. I mean, that's the only way they even did yep. do it with Floyd Mayweather it was the only person that was bigger than him. But, um, yeah, I I like that they did that, and I'm excited for the fight. I'm I'm disappointed. I'm gonna be out of town, so I'm going out of town for a wedding. I'll be in Tennessee. I would have ordered it, too. We could have tried to do, like, a live watch or something.
0: Yeah. Listen, you just have to t- call them and ask them to push the wedding back. I mean, that's not really a big ask, right? Not, know, yeah. it's, it's just a wedding, you know? Just push it back, you know? I mean, it's it's bare knuckle. MVP exactly. versus Mike Perry. Exactly. You know? Like, once you say that, they'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. they probably yeah, get can it. We push it back. Yeah, push like,
1: it not back. even the UFC? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so this episode is right before the uh fights. My goal is to get this out in time for people to listen to it before the fights um so you should be able to listen to this before the outcome of these fights. It'll definitely be out before the comms out fighters. I think that's like a end of the month or next month or something like that, but um. So yeah, anything else before we wrap this up? No, nah, uh, more bare knuckle talk. Uh, Listen,
1: you've I'm, already
0: I'm you've it. already met your quota. We don't need we don't. Need I've corrupted anymore. the system. <laughs> no, but I, I I like this I like this matchup. I like seeing this, and hopefully there's some exciting fights that they got coming, and not just you know old retired dudes. Absolutely. All right, well, that wraps up another Fat Boy MMA podcast. As usual, thank you for coming and listening, and come again. That wraps up another Fat Boy MMA podcast. If you have a topic for us, please email us at fatboymma55 at gmail.com or reach out to us on one of our social media platforms. You can find the links to all of our socials by going to links.fatboymma.com Thank you for listening and look out for the next episode.